Oh. Oh, oh, citizen. Oh, boy. It's Sean. Hey. Long time stream is confusing. Uh, look, here's the scenario we've got here. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Oh, boy. More Redux. You know, because you're the type who probably reads the, the episode title. You know, you want to know what you're getting into. But I'm here to tell you that this, this, this R-E-D-U-X has perhaps undersold the value of what you were about to experience uh, auditorily, if nothing else. And often these things, uh, you know, they pass between the senses. Who know? We have a whole synesthesic experience is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, Phil and I have opted to uh, continue our break one last week after my back went out. And SpongeBob the Musical opened, still playing over at Civic Theater, uh, the 19th Street Theater, uh, a.k.a. there. Uh, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, we're running through the uh, 23rd of October. So check that out and get tickets. But anyway, as that's happening and taking a toll on my body and just celebrated my... Uh, as some call it, and I, I'm down with this, my alt birthday, Sean Hayes' birthday observed. So I've got that going. Phil is is teaching, uh, uh, you know, at the at the pace of of some kind of loud smiling maniac, and sometimes that guy needs a break too, believe it or not. So he's uh, he's doing some of that, which is to say, he's only concentrating on five or six projects right now until next week. Uh, so that being said, we we were like, well, what do we run? What do we what do we put out there? into your ear holes that we're so fond of, that we're so used to, that we enjoy so much. Well, what better uh, product to give you when we're sort of at this confluence of intense acting for me, intense teaching for Phil, and just wanting to buzz you in the ears as best we can? Well, what about a guest episode, we thought? And, you know, what a, what a dynamic polymath type of guest we had in George Hrob area musician, uh, I want to say music producer. I don't know if George would necessarily accept that hat, but he makes so much happen in the the area of music in terms of not just performing, but inspiring and teaching and answering and and talking to people. A podcaster comes to mind. Anyway, a man of many hats and many cool, cool abilities. So we decided let's run that. Um, But beyond that, I also thought, hey, let me give you guys and gals and Scunthorpes, and uh, whatevers. You know, let me give you something of a macabre peak. Let me, you know, because I can do pattern fun, too. There's no fill here to slow me down while I do this. You know what I'm saying? This is, I could say anything right now. And so what I've decided to do is show off, and what I'm going to do, my uh, my Sherlockian friends out there, is give you a hint about something that I'm going to be talking about soon on the show that I find very interesting from the... I don't know, not so distant past, but I'm not going to tell you about this macabre thing directly. I want to tell you about something else that I that I noticed in the news that has inspired me. So, have we heard, ladies, gentlemen, everyone listening, have we heard of the Gresham Lumberjack serial tree killer? Uh, this is happening up in Oregon. It's going on as we speak. There's a there's a task force. I'm told. And this is being covered by everyone from, you know, the Wall Street Journal over to Reddit.ChaosPeppyFaceFrogmeister, uh, you know, News.au. But yeah, Gresham Lumberjack, there is a serial killer of trees active right now in this uh, sort of near Portland area. Evidently, uh, there are, there are what, hundreds of 
more than seven hundred trees. It says here have been uh, chopped down along popular walking trails for no evident reason, like no reason that anyone can really fathom. Hundreds of trees have been cut down. I suppose they're saying this is a, a, a one person, but there could be a a copycat cutter, a copy cutter, if you will. There's my Batman villain. I'm the copy cutter. I'm not even going after the trees. I'm I'm going after. I'm. I just want to make you remember. Remember that. The point is this: someone's chopping down hundreds of trees out there in Oregon. A serial killer of trees, and we don't know who yet. We don't know why. We do know that it is setting back sort of you know forestation and reforestation efforts, of course, throughout the world. And we need trees and oxygen and all of that. So. You know, it's messing with that. It's causing trouble for trails and hikers. Uh, it's also just plain weird, which makes you wonder why I'm talking about it, right? But anyhow, that put me in the mind of something. So pretty soon I'm going to be talking about something. And I would like to know, maybe I'll give you a little bit of merch myself. If somebody out there, some citizen, some brainiac, or and or George Robb fan who's tapping their foot waiting for me to get to the goods here, but anyway, if anybody can tell me, what story am I going to talk about next on the McCabinet on the show that is somehow related to a tree serial killer? Hmm, interesting, huh? Anyway, that aside, there's your bonus content, huh? Take a gander, auditorially speaking, at George Robb on our show. This is when we actually were talking, well, Phil specifically was leading us on some discussion about some binaural binaural beats and the effect of different tones in the ears, which, again, it dovetails so nicely, doesn't it? I love that I had this idea all by myself and with no help from anyone else ever. Uh, so anyway, check this thing out. Uh, check out George's podcast, too, by the way, the Geologic Podcast. Uh, for I mean, talk about a subject, just a broad coverage of things from a scientific, rational perspective. He's got characters, he's got voices. Um, it's sort of like he took the morning circus type format of, you know, the, the radio shows, distilled them into something far more intelligent and stayed and yet kept the humor. So check out the Geologic Podcast. Guaranteed, if you like to whip around, you will dig that. So check him out. Uh, he's got weekly episodes, hundreds and hundreds of them with a, an enormous backlog. He's also just around town. So if you enjoy music and being out and about in the Lehigh Valley, you'll probably run into George or at least get the opportunity to hear him playing. I know he did a like Harvest Fest recently, and so just check him out. Even Google George Robb, and you'll like me and like Phil. You'll be like, oh my God, he's met who? He has fun stories with David Copper who? You know, he was hanging out with Bill Nye the Science what? Anyway, check it out. It's a really great episode, and uh, yeah, what's going on with those trees, and where is that taking Sean's brain? Uh, again, check out SpongeBob, by the way. Uh, even asked Phil if he wanted me to plug anything else, but he wanted, he was emphatic. Plug SpongeBob, he said plug spongebob to death um yeah so anyhow we've done that now civic theater google it check it out get some tickets and uh, enjoy the episode i'll see you soon desi anything to add how do you like that phil how do you like that right on our little head we love you hello Point is this. Someday you'll pay for this, I swear. <laughs> Someday you'll all pay. <laughs> Welcome and thank you for downloading the episode.
almost as complicated <clears throat> as the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> oh, but, no. But no not. fake hair. You know? <laughs> and, and on and, that. And way, way less snake oil. <laughs> on that note, well, we should, we, it remains to be seen. Welcome. Sean, he's just asking questions. Welcome. <laughs> he's just asking questions. <laughs> Is the moon actually green cheese? It's just a question. <laughs> this is going to be great for you, is buddy. <laughs> he interrobanged frustratedly. Uh, I am Sean Hayes. The voice you heard before, we'll get to that. Oh, we're we're in. We're in it already. We're in oh, it. We're in oh, it. Oh, we are we're in the trenches. Let Basically. Me, let me put my pants on. It's, Hold on. Okay. <laughs> no, why? There we go. Why? why? Be comfy. Well, I'm. You know what? You're right. We're like one of those ma- magnetically accelerated uh, roller coasters. We just go from zero oh, to yes. go. Okay. We're one of those. We are a rail gun of comedy. Now, who are you? There it is. And I'm Dr. Phil Laporta, who should be making the railgun jokes, but that's okay. Uh, I'm happy job. you did it. It was great. That's fine. But Phil, why don't you sort of bring us to something far more interesting? Absolutely. We have someone on the show today that we are absolutely thrilled to have. Friend of Sean initially, friend of mine now, because we bonded through the magic of brain donors. This is true. <laughs> that's right. I met uh, him first, but we'll get to that. <laughs> multi-talented podcaster, musician, actor, Every everything you could possibly want in a man and more, ladies and gentlemen, George Rob. Oh my gosh! Hi, boy. You know what? You've caught me on a really good day. All right. Oh, good. Something happened to me about forty minutes ago, oh. which which oh. has not happened in thirty years. In oh. thirty years of every year, this time of year, this everyone does this, and there's a thing, and there's always been a there's always been a routine, and there's always been something that comes out of it, and this is the first time ever, ever. Ever in three decades. He's going to pull his face I'm, off. <laughs> somebody else is actually here. I'm getting money back from the government. Whoa. Oh, an artist, like a working. A self-employed, not having any money taken out of his check ever wow. for decades. and de- I saw the number, you know, across the desk, and I thought, all right, I, I, I can swing that. Because right, it's, you know, April's always that time of year. Where oh, you yeah. Just, you just mm. do the, the, the nut crunchers come out, and it's like, okay, I can just swing by more ramen for another six months. It's okay. <laughs> I, this is the price of doing the art I want to do. It's okay. It proves it. I see that number, and I'm like, I can, I can swing it. I can swing that number. And she goes, you're getting back. And I went, <laughs> that's uh, un. But I said, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, like you are. What's the mistake? Where is the camera? <laughs> There's a monopoly card about Who this. Who is gonna jump out in a moment <laughs> and be like, ah, sucker, stupid yeah. drummer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting money back and i can't believe how that has un- unwound my brain from the anxiety that normally is associated with this with april and money and ta- yeah, everything and, and antithetical everything, and, to- and, and i'm yeah i'm doing fine we have, to, but it's just thanks oh, uncle sam gonna say, we have you on a good day the i mean first people i'm telling Hello. and now and now you get to be here the day is even better that's right i, I guess positive warm fuzzies <laughs> or you know well it depends on how bad the game goes later <laughs> you right. might be sad now if i may uh if i could just begin by saying and phil and i have now both uh listened to subscribe to the geologic podcast mm, and my as condolences <laughs> Hardly, sir. My, <laughs> what I want to do here, just for any, you know, for the citizens, uh, and hopefully there are some. Do you have like a nickname for your listeners? Or are you not oh, a nerd that way? N- n- I actually don't. No. Yeah, yeah. We have a, we have a code word. Maybe? We have a little code word. Oh, okay. If you're if you're a fan of the program, let's say, and I meet you in in meet space, right? You know, in the real world at a conference or a concert or whatever, uh, you come up to me and you say vibraphone. 
I heard ah. you mention it on the show, and I was like, that's and an so, interesting drop-in. I didn't get it yet, So, though. yeah, so that means that I listen to your show, I like what you do, and now we can have a regular conversation. We don't have to do the fan nonsense. We don't have to do that awkward, oh, I think you're funny. You just say vibraphone, I go vibes to you, and then we talk about the president, or whatever, whatever conversation right. is going to be. It's uh, That's actually a Monty Python reference from... Uh, vibraphone. Do, do, yeah, do sounds make you uncomfortable? Right. Sounds like tits, wankle, and vibraphone. <laughs> so vib- people Grunties. have t-shirts that say... Grundies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> People have T-shirts. So they're, so they're not called anything. There's okay. not, they're not like geo heads or something right. terrible like that. <laughs> Let's take but that. my subscribers, <laughs> no. though, I've got I've got geologists and yes. geographers. I Those are subscribers. That. That's true. So that's kind of like in there. Got gotcha. you. Know? What, what are you, what are your? We, we call them citizens. They're the citizens. citizens. The so, citizens of the whip around. Gotcha. So for the gotcha. Venn diagram, I like it of the vibraphone aficionados <laughs> uh, trademark that please. Yes. and the citizens you're gonna find that the overlap between what the geologic podcast talks about uh, and it's, it's it's I would say it's not just it is just with an exclamation point George uh, who, who does a range of characters and segments talking like making fun of religious bullshit and mm. talking about the value of science and mm. recently discussing some very fun grammatical issues and transitioning into nerdy grammar uh, jokes that I appreciate. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that if if you enjoy the whip around, I can't imagine why you wouldn't probably already be subscribing <laughs> to the Geologic Podcast. Hey, Citizen Paul, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I wanted to tell you what fans we are of that. Yes. Well, that's very sweet. Uh, and I, I will be sending you, because boy, do I always have a lot of headlines, I will be sending you religious idiots. There you they, go. I will be Please sending do. that to you. Please do. We're a yeah, font. A very I have the font. religious morning of the week. Yeah, like mm. 17 years worth every show. And I was going to say that too. It's, it's 700 some episodes 760 now, right? was this week. 760. Yeah. Just me and a microphone yeah, for man. 17 years. And a lot of backing just, up alarms. Just talking to... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this yeah. week, George... You, George, you, you hear me age through the show. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, in the first, you know, like whatever it was, 2007, it's like, oh yeah, welcome to the show. And then by the end, so I'm... Uh, I got cast in Spamala. Isn't the world great, you <laughs> My guys? Knees hurt. Yeah. My knee. My yeah. sciatic. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I appreciate that, although as as Phil had said, George has has so much going on, so many irons and fires, and we'll be doing a lot of plugs for that as the show goes on. Um, the one thing that we share that I'm going to focus on just before we move on probably a little bit with the show uh, is we are both in a musical. Yes. Uh, are we going to be in a musical? We, George, so you still are. I mean, it's, well, I'm, it's, okay. Yeah, we're in the counts. rehearsal process for a musical. And uh, George actually pointed, it's, it's, it's at the Civic Theater in Allentown. Spamalot. Spamalot. George pointed something out to me the other day that was very significant. Do you remember what you noticed? The, the, the marquee? Yeah. Yeah. The marquee had the marquee words on it that said, Spam a lot. You know, it's, it's like that's us, right? That's our thing, right there. Yeah, that, it's like proof. It always makes it more no real. Question. Like when I do shows at the Playhouse, when that thing goes up, and at Civic with the ornamental thing that they've got, it's yeah. really cool. But it's going very well. Do you want to discuss your experiences so far with Spam a lot? Before we... and who are you in the show? By the yeah. way, I was I was somehow I was cast as Lancelot, which oh. is sort of I do most of the John Cleese characters mm. that are in the film, and he did, with he a couple his own exceptions. Yeah. Too. Um, it's a it's a really fun, incredibly silly show, and it's they say lovingly ripped off yeah. from from Holy Grail, <laughs> which is exactly what it is, because it's probably about sixty percent new content. I would say, like That's there's key right. scenes, but there's songs that are entirely new. A couple of the songs from the movie, but there's mm-hmm. entirely new songs. The dance sequences, it's it's really 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 well done, really wonderfully written, and the cast is just crazy. I never ever 
you know, thought or had time to do something like this. So for me, I was, after I had just sort of retired from being in this band that I had been in for 24 years, um, literally was looking at a Facebook page that was like Lehigh Valley Auditions and was kind of scrolling through just because it's always in the back of your mind. Is that maybe sure, someday? Man. Call of the Wild. Because I've, I've played musicals. I've been in the pit for tons of shows. And it's always, you know, you come in, it's, it's, that, that was a primo gig for me because you come in three days of work, you know, you do four or five shows, whatever it is in out, boom, it's, you're fun. You get the experience of doing the show. 11 months out of the year until April and then it's less fun. Yeah. (laughs) But I thought, oh yeah, yeah, maybe someday. So I'm looking at this just on a whim. That's not a whim. Let me scroll through. Oh, well, this is happening. This is, oh, well, spam a lot. Spam a lot. Wow. That, (laughs) that looks, where, where's this happening? And oh, Oh, it's in Allentown. Oh, it's in Allentown. Okay, that you know, yeah, someday something like this would be perfect. Oh, like, when, when is it to run? When is it happening? <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's like oh, it's in May. It's coming up in May. Oh, that yeah. See, like this would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I get the nads to do it, like, well, what's like, when's the audition? Oh, the audition's in four days. Mm. Uh, see, like this, yeah, like someday. And I thought, damn it, like what? Did, but you, if nothing else, you'll get a monologue out of it. You know, you'll get a chance sure, to talk yeah. about it on the show. And you meet if people. nothing else, so I went and you know, I called an actress friend of mine and I said, "Okay, like, do I need to memorize stuff and do it?" When it says dance, like, what's that involved? What should I wear? Do I need to have a? And she's like, "No, just do this, do this, do the thing. This is how it normally is." Blah blah blah. And I had no idea. Do you have the same friend that Sean has because that was really similar to his. Well, yeah, we each had a different person like, who was like, "Calm down, okay, everybody. Let's, let's, let's start with breathing." Is right, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. You're right. fine. And I had, you know, I had no idea. Would it be a hundred people auditioning? Would it be a thousand? Would it be six? Would it be t- like I have no idea. Yeah. So I get there an hour and a half early. It was a six o'clock audition. I think was the uh, thing, or six or six thirty. Whatever, six thirty. So I was there like at quarter after five. Because I'm like, he was there when I got there. Is there a sure. line around the block? I don't. I don't know. First like, shot out, right? You no don't idea. know. No I don't, and I still wouldn't know what it would be like on because there were only several, a few parts that were open. Right. So had it been a full bore thing, right? I bet there would have been okay. more of a spillover somewhere. Now we've for because the this, whole was, this show. was a canceled show. This was a show that was ready to go two years ago. Yeah. That's right. But I, they, t- I tell you what's strange though is to see you talking without a mask. <clears throat> Ditto. Okay. Ditto. Now, now, like, this is the first time where I'm exposed to 25, 30 new people. Like, I don't know anybody. And everyone's got masks on for entire rehearsal. Like, all, three hours, three plus hours, masks the whole time. And your brain is filling in what's hidden. Yes. Right? And it's astonishing. It's a new phenomenon. Isn't so it? you mm-hmm. walk outside and someone takes it off as you're walking to your car. And it's just like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> not what I quite imagine. Not bad. Yep. Not <laughs> no, but bad. But they sort of peel the lower half of their face off. But it's like, yeah, oh, this there's is, a new face oh, under okay. there. And, and like, I don't think I would recognize some of these people. Yeah, I would uh-huh. not. Uh-huh. I bumped into someone at Wegmans. I bumped into Marianne at, at Wegmans. And, okay. Uh, I did not have a mask on. She did. I recognized her. She, she did not recognize, recognize you. Me. It took a second. I kind of looked at her. And I waved, and she was like, mm-hmm. I said, that's Georgia. And she's like, oh. And, I'm, you know, it's astonishing. Oh, yeah. absolutely. How how it's affected. Like, I, I know everyone in the cast solely from the top two-thirds of their face. We did a recording. We went in, several of us, and recorded some, some basically some sweeteners mm-hmm. to play underneath the people to just make it louder and more on pitch and whatever. And uh, somehow I ended up there, I think, because George was out of town. But I was there, and it was there were people because we unmasked to do that up on stage to do the singing parts. There was a there was a, a girl there, and I was like, no, nope, yeah. I don't know that. I know I must factually. You must be in the cast, it's otherwise am- you wandered amazing. in. And I was just like, I don't know. I will not, of course, say who that was. But I just didn't yeah. know it for a good three count. No, like, makes oh. sense to me. 145 students. We started the semester masked, yeah. and just before spring break, yeah. uh, the mask mandate was done, and it was like. 
Oh, yeah, that's what you look like below your eyes. Right? Oh, and yet you you tend to fill it in with kind of an ideal. Uh, right, know. there's something, and then every now and then there were those students. I was like, "Oh, that doesn't you know, fit." Like, what did you right? do? Like, I heard this when you discussed it a little, like at, at yeah, length, yeah. as a more focused thing on these. Like, George will do sort of a, like a monologue. It's a, it's like a discussion. It's a thought process. Yeah. The one, the most recent one, began with like shitty postcard mass mail stock, <laughs> but ended up being amusing on failure and, and acceptance. It, it's a right. really good thing. The one time you were talking about that, the, yeah. the masks and, and all that, I remember thinking about it. Of course, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, if he mentions one, like, one guy, oh, my God. <laughs> right. um, in an earlier anecdote of George's, uh, he mentioned that there was someone who wasn't, like, the best singer in the universe auditioning. He didn't make fun of the person, but said, I'm yeah. okay. Surely, you know, I'm, I'm at right. least at, on at par least with on someone who might be struggling in there a little. Right. And George is a talented singer. He did far better. But I'm, of course, my brain was like, yep, that's fucking me, isn't it? <laughs> Next <laughs> day, rehearsal. Was it me? Was it me? Was it me? <laughs> I like, walked into the bathroom where Sean, I was like, I remember it. Because the deal was, yeah, you couldn't really hear anything from where everybody was sitting. But if you went to the bathroom, right, you could hear into the audition room. Right. Oh, that's so I just, okay. It was pure Weird, happenstance. Sure. Right. I went into the bathroom and through that one wall as opposed to four walls. Right. You, I heard yeah. a person and, and the guy was struggling. And he was it was fine, but he was struggling. Right. Right. And it was purely I just to me I remember this oh, story when okay. Sean listened to that. And, and, and George, man, right. does and he freak out all the time. And George's no. intentions are so good and so positive, And he, again, was not tearing someone down. Said, well, look, I know that but I that least. with my training yeah. and with my with yeah. my preparation of an intense 4 days right uh, <laughs> that I'm, I'm I'm all right so I don't mean to give the impression he was mean my brain was like yeah. let me see what I can do <laughs> with this right so I, and then I I even mentioned it to my wife and she was like can you do me a favor can you just like not say anything and I was like you're right it wasn't me I won't say a thing First and I, 18 seconds. Of right. I walked and I was like, hey, George. I was your show. Was it me? Was it me? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so I have no idea. Because when I record a show, once mm-hmm. it's done, it is gone. Okay. Out of your just, mind? It is sure. out of We will walk upstairs yeah. and I'll and be gone. like, what did I do? Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So pe- you know, people come up that have heard an episode from six years ago. And they'll oh, go, no. hey, George, waffles. Waffles. <laughs> right? Like, um, I'm like, mm, sure. Yeah, episode 302. You and me, I'm buddy. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Look at that us. That was a thing, you know. Yeah. So had that kind of had you been like, oh, right. oh, yeah, I yeah. And I was just like, what? And I'm, and I'm thinking, like, crap. What did I say? And I'm thinking, and then I start going, crap. Did I, did I point yeah. something out that I did? did I say? Yeah. And but, I, uh, I mentioned it to my wife yeah. later. I came home. She's like, that was rehearsal. I was like, oh, it was really good. And then she was like, oh, did you? Uh, did, did you? you <laughs> was was everything? Of course he did. Well, she didn't say. Did you say anything? She was like, was everything? You know, there was no. Your singing was fine. It was one of those. Yeah. Like nobody noticed you're some bad singer. And I was like, no, but I did say that thing, George. <laughs> Sean, you seem great. You seem You're great. A, you have a, nothing to worry about. Uh, you have nothing to worry about, dude. It's not even that. I think it was just my brain was yeah. just like, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I said this to Sean upstairs right before we came down. You mentioned the singing, and I'm sitting here, and I'm so self-conscious of my voice because you two have, like, great voices for radio, and then my nasally You're science a, guy. No. You're and I'm like, You're being no. a dummy. You have a beautiful voice. Ah, now you know how I feel. Gotcha. And everybody else. Gotcha. Oh. Ah, he's yeah. into my little trap. <laughs> Parry, repost. Okay. It's all what you say. It's all what you say. Because there's beautiful voice people that are insipid and vapid. So you, it's just it's just what you oh, say. Oh, lady. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Speaking of insipid and vapid, do we want to do a little something, something, Phil? Because we could talk small talk with I was going to say, and I would forever. absolutely love to. I only just I realized have, the time. We should formatting. probably do something. Yeah. We should I, probably get the small talk off the tracks, because choo-choo, the weird is coming through. It's time for Trainwreck Headlines! <laughs> 
with my pollen with my at the end sure it sounded like a wookie got stuck in my throat anyway the metaphors are com- actually that was a simile the similes are coming <laughs> anyway i have five headlines from the week's news plus one mm. that i made up completely so that's a total of six mm. but we don't care about six we care about that one i made up spot that fake win the day oh my I don't like pressure. Uh, <laughs> Phil, I might as well have a doctorate in, in segue. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, I get there every now and then. Yeah, Let's okay. rock. All right, here they go. NASA to test catapult. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that how you play? Or is it? Yep. It is now. Sorry. It's okay. No, he's used to it. <laughs> NASA to test catapult that flings objects into space at 5,000 miles an hour. Miami's castrated bull statue leaves artists feeling neutered. Lawton Police Department asked public to name new mascot, and the winning name is Tickets McBaconface. Woman who cited Sugar Daddy to get out of Nicholas Cruz's sentencing jury receives 8000 a month. Uh, Bolsonaro faces stiff questioning over Brazilian Army's Viagra purchase. And woman who lied about being cousin of boy who fell to his death at Orlando theme park fired from job as stripper facing arson, arson charges. Good heavens. The only thing that could make that better is speed. I'll take some while you do it again. NASA to test catapult to fire, flings objects in space 5,000 miles an hour. Miami's castrated bull statue leaves artists feeling neutered. Lawton Police Department asked public to name new mascot and the winning t- name is Tickets McBaconface. Woman, woman who cited Trigger Daddy to get out of Nicholas Cruz's sentencing jury re- receives 8,000 a month. Bolsonaro faced stiff questioning over Brazilian Army's Viagra purchase. And woman who lied about being cousin of boy who fell down to death at Orlando theme park fired from job as stripper facing arson charges. Well done. Thank you. That was one of your even, most impressive. Even with that voice. There were so- <laughs> 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 Bessie has entered the game. <laughs> Damn. Something funny has happened. All right. Happened. So, since you don't like pressure, you get to go first. That means. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, first off, I know that the catapult, and it's not really a catapult. It's catapult-ish. Oh. It's not really a catapult. It's a misleading more, headline. It's a little misleading. It's it's more of a, a spherical, rotational thing that then flings this thing through a literally like a paper curtain. It's pretty amazing, this whole process. It's astonishing. A ring boucher. It's like a sort of a ring boucher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that, so Trademark that, please. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive right into the Bolsonaro. I think, I think the Bolsonaro one is not true because it just feels like he is such a tyrant that people wouldn't question him. And, and even if he did get Viagra for his soldiers, I think I – think, and that's a little too clever. Stiff, stiff questioning, is that what you said? Stiff questioning. Stiff questioning. <laughs> yes. that, that seems a little almost too clever for an actual headline. Okay. A little. I mean, maybe it's Bill's like, a craftsman uh, now with these things. Know. You never so can trust him. That's my that's my guess. I'm saying Bolsonaro is, okay. is the falsified fake, f- falsy, fake, right. falsy. Fake. Sean, what are you feeling? Angst. <laughs> uh, what was the third one, please? Uh, Lawton Police Department asked public to name new mascot, and the winning name is Tickets McBaconface. I, and then the fourth one? Please. Woman who cited Sugar Daddy to get out of Nicholas Cruz's sentencing jury receives 8000 a month. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Uh, though we don't discuss it as a culture, we've all seen the second Matrix movie. <laughs> uh, I don't know how it happened. We've all seen that in Crocodile Dundee 2. Those are like the sequels we've all seen. And if you're lucky, Godfather 2. But the point is this. How about the third Crocodile? There's a third. There is? Oh, dear. It's it's twenty five years later. He's in Los Angeles. Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. Oh wait, it is I may atrocious. have seen a cover of that. I put it on my list for shitty atrocious. movie Sundays. But yes. the spiritual yes. sequel to those is, of course, the second Matrix movie. Yes, yes, yes. When the architect says, "We tried 
to make a world so perfect that you would just be happy, but your stupid simian brains yeah. just cannot handle a world without conflict. There are no McBacon faces in this world. It is not a good enough world. That one is fake. Sean's got it. Uh, cynicism. See? Good for you. The, the Bolsonaro. I, I could not believe somebody wrote the headline that way. Yeah. It was such I an obvious that, pun. I almost did that story or I might have bitten. Yeah. I almost did that as a threefer. Oh, damn it. But yeah. Because I was like, what? It was, apparently they cannot figure out. And the, the questioning is, why are you buying, A, this much Viagra? And what do you, why, why are we spending that much money? It was How actually. Much is it? Like, is it, it was insane amounts? Uh, it was an yeah. absurd amount. Something like, like 800. Troop, it was know? like mm. more than, more than you would need per troop per yeah. year. Yeah. Um, was something like 800,000 tablets I vaguely remember reading? I could be wrong about that. I can't recall. I just remember it being enormous. This is an absurd number. It, it hit the same time. I don't want to spoil anything if you're doing something specific for a threefer. Are you doing anything that has to do with a certain New York property? No. It came out around the same time that the uh, viral thing went on Twitter just a couple days ago with there was a, like, um, a space in New York, some kind of storefront that had been shuttered for who knows how long. And there was someone on the block who used to look every day and wonder what's behind those shutters. One of those, you know. Yeah. And then just the other day, they said the shutters were open for like the first time. The shutters were open. So they rushed to this thing and they were like instinctively grabbed for the phone, you know, because you want to take right. a – it's mayonnaise. It's pallets and pallets. Pallets and pallets of mayonnaise. Of mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. The like same kind of shelves and shelves and shelves yeah. of mayonnaise. Yeah. Far as the eye can see. Is that the United States Strategic Mayonnaise Reserve? <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping this is some performance piece. I think it's yeah. connected. It's got, ooh, yeah. I think Bolsonaro is up to something because <laughs> mayonnaise and Viagra, that's not the first time they've overlapped. Yeah. yeah. If, if you do it right. Right. Yeah. Correct. And on that note, just about, had an aneurysm. Talk about egg salad. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess what's a what's what would be there? What's a huevo? Uh, uh, huevo? Huevos. Oh, ensalada de huevos. There, there it is. Oh boy, team oh, name. Tenemos uh, primero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. We'll that's be right great. back. We're uh, off to the UN. <laughs> Hey, uh, Sean, who you got in the first race for the email there? Ah, I got the whip around at gmail.com. It does well in the rain. Okay, what do you got for, you got the social media links and uh, extra content and a Thursday thing from Phil every now and then? Well, as far as the Phil thing yeah. with that hidden addenda is, you yeah. got to go to Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Whip around on Facebook. Facebook. Okay, and the third race and the pictures and the picture race. Who you got for that one? Who? The pictures? Instagram. There ain't no other bet to lay. You go to the whip around on Instagram. Where okay. else would you go? You want to lay your money on something else like a loser? Well, I don't know. I mean, you also got Twitter in that race, don't you? What's that? You can check out Twitter if you like. It's a fast thing to do. It's a quick It's a quick little thing. It's not going to win for the pictures. Don't lay it. No, 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 Dot com. The Whip Around Podcast. Put it all on the Whip Around Podcast dot com. I'm going to take this to the window. And that's in anything. That's win, win, place, show, show shit, to, whatever. To, to. <laughs> <laughs> that we are receiving at rehearsal. Oh. So we're, we're, what we're back. Yes. What are you yes. getting well, at? <laughs> I just want to brag about something. Okay. It's a, it's a whatever. But there are certain ways that you can feel 
honored, right? Sure. And they could be really? like trophies. <laughs> Did you know there's more than one way? <laughs> like collages presented even, to even you. Even one would be nice. Clichés.com <laughs> backslash Sean sucks. No, but but really, there there are so many things that you think about, like, oh, that would be great if that happened. Or, ah, oh, you know, maybe someday. Right, George? Right. Well, one of our one of the guys in the show with us, yeah. is Doug, he's a wonderful dude, great performer, just wonderful human being, messages this little group we have of, of the like what, principles, I guess is what you would call it, yeah. who are like, hey, we're learning lines, are we good? You ha- if we need it, we have each other's numbers. He was like, hey, I was going to save this for opening night last night, and he was just so excited, maybe about like a solid good run of the show, like a work through. Yeah. I was gonna, uh, but I, I made Lego minifigures of you guys. Oh, that oh. is the coolest! Texted us a photo of the six, six. What if six of us? Five, 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 six. Spot on. Yeah, spot on. That's so Lego cool. Mini. I'm wearing like, like a funny T-shirt. Of he like didn't even have to say like, "Oh, this is." Yeah. it's like, oh, oh, okay. There's Doug. There's Sean. There's me. And then, yeah, it's just it's astonishing. So that's a Lovely. shout out to Doug. And his... that is super I, cool. I Doug. almost don't want to break up the set. Yeah, I, I know. Like, and he wants just, to give it. I want to be like, I don't keep it. It's dude. Can you entomb it in the in the in I'm the civic the somewhere? Same, yeah. I had the same thought. Like, totally. I don't think I want to break it up. I don't think so because it's not like a locket will assemble one day. Or I just want yours. I don't right. want mine. Give you me know? your. We'll yeah. It was like trading we'll, the uh, we'll trading the jersey <laughs> at the end of a soccer totally. game. Kind so of. So then yeah. someone someday will see mine and and, and go like, oh, is that you? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's George Rob. What? Obviously, I think they should stay together. I agree. Phil, what do you say? Science! It still matters, damn it. Phil's being so conciliatory to the guests. <laughs> I'm so nice. Like, I'm just I'm like, not I'm not interrupting. In. No, no, no. Because I, I know I have I know I have a heavy lift coming up, so here we go. <laughs> Saving myself for this. So I don't know if if George had noticed this. I know that you and I happen to mention this briefly, and I don't know if you remembered either for that matter, but this show actually comes out on 420. I actually forgot. <laughs> Appropriate. So imagine the joy I felt when I was looking through through the internet and things that have been published this week. I found an article that dealt with humans trying to get high off a very unique and novel method. And the drugs, if you will, oh God, that they are using. Shit, if this is shit. Phil, no, it's not, it's not a it's not it's not a poop thing. But the drugs have names that may sound familiar or hint at other drugs like quote Buddha Shatter Glass, Molly Rave Riot, and Rufi Enhanced Calm. So if you want, if you will, to uh, to to take a hit of any of these, yeah. I first need to drop some fat beats. <laughs> what, now, what is that? Is there a name for that one that you just did? Yeah. Do you recognize that wobble that you hear? Right. Yeah. That's a beat frequency. Yeah. Now, the, the idea of beat, uh, beat frequency has been around for like centuries at this point. But it, the idea is that when you have two tones that are really close, but they're not quite there, what you hear that wobble is repeating at the difference in the overlap of the two frequencies. Okay. Okay. You can kind of picture that. That's right. how you tune guitars. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. one of the ways you can't. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but one of. One of. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like there are other ways of doing <laughs> I, it, but I have no idea. I could be wrong. It's the most accurate non-mechanical way to do it. Okay. There it is. Yeah. All right. Can't you, like, break glass that way, too? You have to match the... That's... Like, if you that's a That's a resonant frequency. That, that's oh, a resonant yeah. frequency. A little different. Shit. A little different. That's okay. you can play a guitar with it. But now... <laughs> but now, here's the thing. We've known about beat frequency. Where it gets trippy is binaural beats, not what you just heard, which was two separate... Tuning forks being struck. Struck. 
You struck. The good work, Phil. Not that Here, kind of doctor. No, <laughs> not even close. So here's what's going on. If you present one frequent, what you just heard was two waves overlapping in the air, combining before they got to both your ears. That's the beat frequency. A binaural beat happens basically isolated. You put one frequency into one ear, you put one frequency into another. Those shouldn't overlap and give you that beat frequency because they occupy separate spaces, but your midbrain actually combines them and you actually hear that beat frequency in your mind without it ever actually happening physically. So this is a purely mental thing that's going on and people are using this kind of effect, this binaural beat to do everything from assist meditation all the way up to and including tripping balls. I'm back in. I knew you would be. So here's how they studied the usage of binaural beats to get high. They took a look at the 2021 global drug survey distributed in 11 languages, uh, 22 different countries. They got close to 3,100 responses from all over the place. And it looked at all manner of drug usage, all the way from like recreational light stuff to the really heavy stuff. And of the people that responded, 5.3% or just around 1,600 people said they were using binaural beats, that experience of putting two different sounds in the ears and using your brain to combine them to get to altered states. Jeez. I hear that. <laughs> So uh, the vast now the vast majority of those surveyed that said they were doing this seventy two percent said they were also using them to relax and fall asleep twelve percent said they were exclusively using them to get a similar effect to that of other drugs and incidentally there are correlations between those beat consumers um, and uh, you know people who use a lot of other drugs as well and in fact often reported that uh, people were using these in conjunction with other drugs to sort of enhance this effect. I was going to say this <clears throat> this feels a little a little wonky in terms of its the the whenever you start asking someone are you high? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much your statistical uh, uh, accuracy kind of goes out the window. Right. Now the, the one thing and I can tell you this about the survey. The survey was not done while people were on these things that were asking about them after right. the fact and what their usage was. So in term now this you bring this up because and this is important because in terms of what those beats actually do, that is far less clear. And there have been studies done to suggest that these are good for things like anxiety reduction and even actually pain alleviation, but the effects that are measured in, in the very few quality surveys, uh, studies that are done are similar to that of just using like focused meditation. Right. Mm. So it's so very similar sense. in that, which it, it kind of does yeah. uh, in a lot of ways, at least I think, uh, in terms of whether or not they can work with or substitute for a psychoactive substance, there haven't been any... I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I was going to say, Sean, you go for it. Um, but that's much less clear. And I think everybody at the table knows that the plural of anecdote is not data. Wow. So, um, oh, shit, the son. <laughs> so, <Whoa. laughs> the paper admits that it is beyond their scope to make any claims about the safety and efficacy of the use, whether or not these things can induce these states. But what is clear is that people are using them to get that effect, whether or not it is an auditory placebo or whether or not there is something there. Uh, remains to be seen, probably should be studied more because if there is some benefit or if this is a safe way to experience those things without risk of addiction, sure, get down with your bad selves. But the early data suggests that in any case, it's not addictive, doesn't have long-lasting side effects. So I guess earplug them if you got them. I don't know. Beautiful. Gentlemen, Interesting. Yeah, I what, do you, what do you want to know about this <clears throat> that I can try to answer? Off, what, what kind of thoughts? No, no. I, yeah, again, I, w I would reiterate it's, it's such a, you know, whenever you're dealing with someone's mood or someone's perception or someone's self-diagnosis, whatever it is, whether you're high, whether you're in pain, whether you're happy, sad, whatever it is, we are incredibly, come in, 
We are incredibly <laughs> inaccurate in terms of self-diagnosing or self-analyzing mm-hmm. of what's actually being affected and what's not being affected. So something like this, if you have someone who is, has a preponderance of, of uh, THC in their bloodstream to begin with, you know, sure. that what? then is listening to the – keep up. Um, <laughs> Come on, John. It has the beats happening, you know, is going to say, oh, it's so much better. It's, so, it's like That's kind of true. saying, this is so much better if I wear my yellow shirt, man. It, it really, it totally, and to that person, it is. So yeah. that experience is both false and true at the same time. Right. Because it's, it's such, it is the, it's, I mean, that is the placebo that thing. That is the essence of the placebo thing, which is, which uh, Ben Goldacre is an is a, a author and a, and a writer, and he did a presentation once on, on placebo at one of the conferences I was emceeing. He said, placebo is not only like the weirdest thing mm-hmm. in science, it is even weirder than we can possibly understand. He did this whole presentation that was – it was amazing in terms of marketing, in terms of the more you pay for something, the better it works. Right. Oh, okay. uh, depending on what color it is related to what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You know, if you're taking a pill to chill you out and it's blue, it's more effective than when it's red. If you're taking a pill for pain medication, it's got to be red or orange or something like that as opposed to blue. And it, I'm thinking again, back to my own like taking things both prescribed and not. Mm-hmm. It is all, it's always the case. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever had, like, a – if I've ever had a blue painkiller, mm. I knew it was going to put me to sleep. Totally. Totally. It's just <laughs> – And, again, it, it, it's not necessarily doing that to you physically. Right. I think but it hits me harder than it is, yeah. is there and, because of that's the placebo right. and what is ama- And it is amazing because the placebo effect does cause an actual effect. that It becomes measurable that you can – you know, it's like, no, really, your body is responding. Right. I mean, that's why, again – Pain is incredibly difficult to measure. Right. Oh, it's yeah. incredibly we've, – we've tried to develop all kinds of systems of – but it's always self-diagnosis. Scale of 1 to 10, scale of 1 to 100, scale of 1 to 5. I think we should use the Scoville scale. How are you feeling scale. right now? I think feeling? we should use the Scoville scale for <laughs> physical pain. But I if, really do. If there was something like that, I think we might be, as well merge But there them. just isn't. That's yeah. the, you can't – there is no device well, that you the, can wave over someone and say you are in X amount of pain. Right. There's no yeah. way. Me- well, uh, the the closest you could do is probably measure like a nerve impulse and nerve firing. So that's but about as close. That, as but some people have way more tolerance. Right. You know, like oh yeah, your nerve your nerves are firing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm used to it. Or I'm right. Fine, you get or used I'm to a it. construction worker, and I understand that's what you know. My, right. my arm is always on fire every day, so I'm I'm not bothered by it. Yeah, I so live with this pain, so I'm. Absolutely, yeah. you know. I mean, it's it's you 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 always wonder where sort of everyone's tolerance or threshold is. People live with pain, and there's a certain kind of sensitivity that I think is largely learned that has to no do question. with crossing those sort of invisible barriers yeah. because you you have to be sensitive to someone and trust that when of they course. tell you of course. That, that, that my pain level is here. That they're not because you can take advantage of that. Too. Yes, you can. The well, instant someone is sensitive well, for, to that, you of can. Of course, but we have to be able to trust. One. It's an amazing relationship thing. But too. every bogus device, every bogus medicine, every relies on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it's like take this thing and yes, well, I feel better when I well, use customer well, testimonials, right? Customer testimonials, and it's and then often it's just having the person in the room. You know, why why do so many of these alternative therapies? "Quote unquote work." Right. I mean, they don't. They don't do what they they supposedly do. Not but, even close. Not even close, right? But the person's in the room and they're grabbing their wrist and they're and they're putting their arm on their mm-hmm. shoulder and they're having inner contact with a person one to one, and that has such a tremendous influence on someone's well being and state oh, of yeah. mind. I was going to say tolerance. the social aspect of it is true. It's Just paying so attention, having someone pay attention to you at all, so big is it's is it is it's healing in a sense. If you feel yeah. alone, no if it's someone just going like, okay, we can fix this. Take this. Yeah. Half of it is the fact that that person get, does that partial effect. 
go to yeah. the doctor office and feel better. Yeah, because you're in a place where someone is going to probably give a shit, and you well, are a little boosted just by that. But here's the thing. Here, here is where modern medicine on some level, Western modern medicine fails, is that it's been the commodification of the data. And the data says, take this pill, you'll feel better. Alternative therapies realize it's got nothing to do with what you're taking. 60 percent, it's got to be. Oh, come into my incense scented <laughs> room with the lovely. It's sure. not clinical. It's not. Right. Listen to these. It's listen a, to these sounds. Listen to these pulsating which is, sounds in your head. You yeah. Know? So to me, we've got. I mean, we've got to be able to find that middle ground yeah. where here is this amazing piece of chemistry which is going to do the thing it's it's designed to do, and it's it's a fucking miracle what this pill can do you know aspirin is a miracle it really is it's it a is one of the few is, things that's like this does exactly what you need it, it is to. real magic insulin is real magic i mean this is like legit take this little potion mm-hmm. and and you will be able to process sugar like what like what witch gave me this thing that i'm taking but we have to combine that with Hey, here's a comfortable chair. Here is a lighting oh, sure. that's well, yeah, not harsh. Yeah, there's more. There's you don't more. have to wear the thing with your butt hanging out of the back of your gown as you're as right. you're getting. Because here's puts, a work schedule that isn't based on driving you into the ground. I was gonna say right. there's 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 but it's that's really the hard. the 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 solution of either you know taking the poison out of the well or removing the pump handle. Right? It's yeah. you know we can we can remove all the pump handles we want, but there's yeah. there's underlying things. Right. One thing I do want to circle back to because I hadn't even thought about this while I was reading it, but you had mentioned uh, taking something and if you have THC in your system and it might trigger. What's mm. already there? I was just reminded. My citizen, citizen my dad, uh, told me Hello, a story Bob. when he was. Hey, Bob, when he was in college, uh, of course, back in the '60s, okay. he said um, him and his buddies would get high and eat an a- eat an apple, mm. and sure. they would do that a bunch of times. And then finally, the one day, like after a month, they just ate an apple and they felt high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a public yeah, kind of absolutely yeah. apple. <laughs> Dad, write in, or, or tell me, or tell me when I see you on Easter, whatever. Well, it's 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 uh, my dad years ago talked about how he would come home and he would have like a like a vodka after work, whatever. And then he was trying to lose weight for. I mean, he was always been in shape for whatever reason, and he realized, sure. oh wait, this is like you know, sugar, four hundred calories or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever, three hundred fifty. It's a crazy amount of calories for two ounces or an ounce of of, of booze, and so he <clears throat> he just basically changed the ritual to. He would still sit in the same place. He would still grab the same glass. He would still have the same ice and just fill it with water. Oh. You know, and it would he would relax. He would just have like that, that time where he's home. And man. he would, and it's like the ritual is sometimes as important, if not even sometimes more important than the than the toxicology or the or the yeah. chemistry that's involved. Again, we got to find that freaking combination of all those without things. giving over to like I am a medium, so right. I yes. no question. Going to say no question, and I think that's your other point is like the trappings will suffocate you. Absolutely, if you're not careful. Yeah. You can go too far the one direction. Oh, no, no, that's the hard part. Yeah, I, 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 I would never concede that someone should should you know should try to sell something that does not do what they say it. Does. Of course, that is criminal. I. I'm more interested in finding out what is recreational light stuff. That's what I wrote. <laughs> oh. What is recreational light like they stuff? Were talking and, about- can I, and can I get it by going to, to Lowe's in the paint department with that little light slider? Yes. This is the that same some thing. of the recreational it's, light that's stuff? That's the recreational can light stuff. I go in there and get obsessed that's with right. doing that back and forth with different colors on it? Is that recreational Yes, that's stuff? recreational Mel- Melted Cool Whip is basically oh. what it is. <laughs> Damn. You just got to put it in the oven for like two minutes and you're good to go. Two yeah. minutes? Yeah. You, I think you overcook your Cool Whip. <laughs> I was going to say, who needs whippets? <laughs> that lovely. Yeah. Well, my, my. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that got that – got, and, and I'm so happy. That's just one of those weird things. That I love the, I love the science. It just makes no sense. And then you get to have a good discussion about like, well, this points to something mm-hmm. more important, mm-hmm. which for you new citizens out there who are tuning in, that's kind of the mission at the whip around here. We like Friendship. to do that. 
Howdy, citizens. This is Sean letting you know uh, of a little embarrassment of riches issue we had during Phil and my conversation with the great George Robb, uh, based on just trying to keep the timing of the episode to a reasonable level, we have lifted the wonderful, let's call it wonderful, game of Fill Me In that transpires about where this announcement would fall in the whip around uh, this week. So we have lifted that game, uh, sent it on its merry way down the whip around uh, system of levers, pulleys, and and uh, beakers, oddly enough. And that game will reappear in an upcoming whip around all games special. I don't know, is that the second, the third one we'll be doing? Anyhow, fear not, there is more George to come, both in terms of this episode and later on down the line during a games special. I know I'm excited. How about you? But anyhow, I will leave the little nubbin of strange conversation. Psilocybin, I believe, comes up. Uh, We have a a, a longer conversation about that during the game. Uh, But anyway, why not let it be a little bit weird as we transition into something extra special? George is going to give us all a musical treat. It's really awesome in studio. Uh, And of course, we want to thank George all over again uh, for being on the show. Anyhow... More to come. Enjoy this now. Jury's still out on psilocybin. The question I have is, are they listening to binaural beats at the same time? Right, I hope so. Yeah. And speaking of binaural beats, we have a special a special treat for everybody before we kick it out oh, to Act 3. George brought his guitar. <gasps> We, we are made yeah, to, to believe there is a, a song that you can share sure, with us, if, George. If, you're, if you're, you're kind enough to listen to me prattle for a second on Absolutely. This sure. I am high maintenance enough to demand right. entertainment. I'm going to grab my axe. Can we af- assist you in what capacity here? Just, just don't look at me directly. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll do the uh, Perseus mirror technique. That's right. Nicely done. That you're going to want to get a bag, Phil. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, so I do have my, I do happen to have my axe here, and uh, make sure we got some room. So uh, we were talking about um, hear the beats there. I was gonna say. So, yeah, here's the. Oh shit, you guys! Yep. Oh wow, Phil! Well, oh, you're and then I fuck it me. up. <laughs> All right, make sure we're in tune. Ish. Right, this is called the misconception song, and hopefully I'll get through all the words. We'll see. We will I'm, cut or not I was cut say, at your as you need. Yeah, that is not a problem. Cool. It'll be as raw as you want. <clears throat> Ready? Do you want to mute us? I was going to say, I'll just mute our lines. You don't know what you think you know. What you think you know is often wrong. You don't know what you think you know. But you could know what is in this song. You don't seal in juices by searing meat. You don't get headaches with too much MSG. There's a 50-day shelf life for each Twinkie, though you probably thought they'd last an eternity. The historical Buddha was not a fat guy. Sharks can get cancer before they die. And though some textbooks say it's true, the blood in your veins is at no point blue. You don't know what you think you know. What you think you know is often wrong. You don't know what you think you know, but you could know what is in this song. Let the meat cake was never said by Marie Antoinette. Marco Polo did not bring home spaghetti. Just because dogs pant doesn't mean they don't sweat the pads on their paws get a teeny tiny bit wet. Bats are not blind, they have limited sight. Did you know Napoleon was of average height? The Chevy Nova was a hit and it sell. In Mexico and Venezuela as well. You don't know what you think you know. What you think you know 
is often wrong. You don't know what you think you know, but you could know what is in this song. Edison did not invent the incandescent light. Ford did not invent the car or build the first assembly line site. And how about James Watt? Did he invent the steam engine? Not. And though I know that you say that you swear you've seen it, George Washington Carver did not invent the peanut. You don't know what you think you know. What you think you know is often wrong. You don't know what you think you know, but you could know what is in this song. Sugar does not cause hyperactivity. Glass does not flow super slowly. Rust does not cause tetanus. You see, if you want to wake a sleepwalker, hey, feel free. Hair doesn't grow thick after it's shaved off. Cough medicine rarely ever helps a cough. Folks go on and on about the Parthenon, but the golden ratio is never ever drawn. You don't know what you think you know. I said, you don't know what you think you know, but you could know what is in this song. Albert Einstein never failed a single math test. A cop doesn't have to say he's a cop if he's pressed. Milk doesn't cause phlegm to come up out of your chest. Lemmings don't kill themselves. Who'd have guessed? It's okay to crack your knuckles. No damage will be done. You can taste every taste everywhere on your tongue. Let me say one thing. No one can rebuke. The vomitorium's an exit and not a place to puke. Ugh. You don't know what you think you know. What you think you know is often wrong. You don't know what you think you know. But you could know what is in this song. Marconi did not invent the radio. Did Thomas Crapper invent the flush toilet? No, no, no. But using their brains and persistence, they improved stuff already in existence. And yet, for some reason, this myth remains that human beings only use 10% of their brains. Humans use 100% of their brains. Humans use 100% of their brains. Please stop saying humans only use 10%. Seriously, if there's one thing you should take away from this very silly song, it's the fact that humans use 100% of their brains. Here's the key change. You don't know what you think you know, but now you know what you think could be wrong. Now now you know what you think could be wrong Cause you listen to all of the stuff in this song And now we're all slightly less wrong It's always game day over at Potadelphia. Come relive the soaring highs and more often the crushing lows that come along with being a Philly sports fan. We cover the week's sporting news from national stories to those that are more Philly focused, all from a fan's perspective. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 9.15 on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Potadelphia. You can also catch us live on the Painted Lines YouTube channel. If grabbing us on the go is more your speed, we're available wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we're back, and as I promised, we talked about awesome things that you shall never know about. I'm very sorry. We don't even have a Patreon. Otherwise, I would put it there, and you could get it. But the point is this. Someday you'll pay for this, I swear. <laughs> Someday you'll all pay. <laughs> 
You're welcome, and thank you for downloading the episode. <laughs> the lighting just changed in here, by the way, as you said. That just, just <laughs> there was very a, dramatic a all of a sudden. Flicker effect. I'm not sure how they did that, but it's very impressive. Uh, what are those ghosts called? The, the <laughs> wiring shorts from the for the projections from the Victorian era. Peppers, Dr. Pepper's, Pepper's ghost. Yeah, that was everywhere in yeah. here. I'm so smart. I almost knew a reference. It is time for Act Three, which means it's time for Three for the Road, the fastest time of the show. Uh, what we do is volley back and forth, Phil and I, talking about real weird news stories that are burning a hole in our respective brains. Uh, we get 30 seconds apiece. We'll volley back and forth again three times. Once our 30-second turn is up, you hear something a little bit like this, which is Desi the Decibel, being played conservatively but with a ribald afterglow by Phil over there, saying it's time to shut the fuck up and move on to the next person. Once we do that three times, that'll be it. We'll do some plugs. We'll specifically let George tell you about some of the amazing projects going on in his life, and then that'll be it. That'll be the show, as they say on my side of the table. Uh, but Phil is due for his 30-second union break, I believe, so I'll be going first, just after any questions he might have for moi. Would you like me to ring Desi binaurally? C. Uh, in C major? C major... See, go! <laughs> and sir, this is a Wendy's and you're under arrest news. A Florida man is charged with impersonating a law enforcement officer back on the 11th, but for the very noblest of reasons, a Baconator. See, David Stover, 57 years of age, found himself in a heat lamp hot argument at his local Wendy's with a cashier refusing to grant Stover a discount on his order despite Stover insisting he was, quote, an undercover DEA agent and flashing a badge. Cops arrived only to discover the dude is, was, and clearly in no way ever will be a law enforcement or Wendy's material. Apparently, Stover was pals with a now-gone cashier who always gave him a discount once Powell was gone. Hey, he managed himself a bullshit story and flashed a concealed carry badge which totally worked until a nervy cashier called his BS and now pal you only get frosties in the cooler oh, oh. oh this is gonna be C way major. better than well, the bell was just sorry Desi that was the C major that was <laughs> oh <laughs> musical <laughs> joke go 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 ah in possible fourth amendment violation news uh I'm in headlining mood so I'll just read this to you honey butter chicken biscuit calorie check leads to arrest Donovan Meadows was arrested after police approached the Whataburger drive-thru and smelled something other than delicious fried goodness coming from a car in the drive-thru two Wichita County drug enforcement agents were walking past the drive-thru since the lobby was closed and smelled something funny mm. and they said they were there to perform a calorie check on the menu which to me sounds like a, fl a flimsy pretext for search and seizure. Anyway, I'm pointing this out because I want to shout out Meadows, who when asked how much marijuana was in the car, replied by saying this much and handed officers a still lit joint. Happy 420, everybody. <laughs> Over and <sh> <laughs> This is so manic. This is so exciting. Over. Like or something. I just want to. Uh oh, oh, oh. Here we go. Over. And Sean's talking about sports news. Congrats to new pop celebrity and probably eminent milkshake duck glue girl whose antics at a recent Timberwolves game thrust her on the hellward path of internet celebrity. The night of April 12th, this hot balling action was all kinds of sports. And glue girl, renamed Alicia Centurio, quote, tried to glue herself to the floor and was oh, resisting security and protest of Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor, recently putting down a ton of chickens amid an avian flu outbreak. Centurio, who brought really? basic ass white glue that succeeded in not but leaving a, quote, white hand print on the hardwood wow. belongs to direct action everywhere who claim responsibility for the uh, weirdness glue girl was not arrested that night though the timberwolves org say they're working with security on the whole thing and i for one will sleep a lot better for all this after having some wings probably <laughs> <laughs> in, no you bastard in fuck you i'm out news uh, a bartender's text message train with his boss had gone viral after he posted it on reddit long story shorter than 30 seconds the boss texts at 3 a.m with the bartenders are having a few drinks says a homie needs to come in at 11 a.m to work a party the next day bartender says no it's my day off should have called earlier i would have done it but not now not coming in hungover anyway boss says he shouldn't drink like that off the clock and that's when the shit hits a fan quote want to go tell the chefs not to eat off the clock too eventually he up and quits and boy did the internet back this guy service industry is tough enough but if any boss mistreats you citizens doesn't respect your time please do what you can't find another job secondly i know lots of places are shorthanded but you can't expect everybody to drop in 
anything on short notice. That's disrespectful. Finally, don't you dare tell anyone we do our free time. Do we finish our job? Are we on the clock? No. Fuck right off. And uh, I'll do what I want. If it doesn't affect my job, you have no right to complain. I tip my beer to you, brave bartender. In high-octane nightmare fuel for sale news, a lesser-known streaming service wants to pay you to binge the living shit out of some true crime programming, social life reparations not included. Magellan TV Quote is offering to pay three people $2,400 to binge watch two crime documentaries for 24 hours straight. The chosen folks, the company says, will need to be mentally tough and willing to document this all on social media, so you gotta be one of those folks. Should you try and succeed, the cash is yours plus one year free membership to the service that probably just broke your ever-loving mind. The deadline is May 5th, Murderino types, so start saying your goodbyes now. Time to spare. And finally, and I will finish this one early news. <laughs> Scientists have come up with a new and exciting way to stop premature ejaculation in men, claiming uh. it can help fellas last up to seven times longer in the bedroom. Doctors in Beirut have tested a novel method that is safe, drug-free, and could be rolled out to everyone. It simply involves zapping your cock with electricity for half an hour, three okay. times a week. <laughs> the goal is to st- that stopped the guitar. <laughs> the goal is to simulate the dorsal penile nerve, and after six months of this treatment, or 72 hours of zick dick zapping, <laughs> Keep going. one patient said he went from lasting 40 seconds up to five minutes getting up to the male average at what point and by the way one patient said this and guess what the sample size is for this trial one that's right the treatment works one out of one time sounds like someone got their kink funded for research oh the money we spend on dick science guys just you know what i'm done oh are you the war on brevity continues wow an average of 30 it's probably an average uh <laughs> i hope you enjoyed your oh my god to astonishing strangeness good. We get intense. Yeah. And the uh, fact that you keep raising your chairs one level as you do it the whole time. So they're, they're never literally noticed. under the ceiling right now. And That's I'm, right. So, like, are you okay up there? Is it all good? We're fine. We yeah. rappel down. Right, These cool. barber chairs were a deal. That's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the, normally this is the time of the show where we do our plugs. I think what now we can do is our plugs quick. Very fast. And, uh, and uh, like, yeah, let George yeah. do far So, uh, uh, Magician's yeah. Assistant, Facebook, and Etsy shop. Uh, Mother's Day is coming up. talent. And uh, if you want to contact Caroline Laporta, for all of your Hollywood costumes, skills. masks, jewelry, all kinds of Chain stuff like mail. that. Uh, and, of course, any costume ideas you have, float them by her. Again, uh, the, it's, well, forget the Etsy shop because they're on strike and they should be. So uh, check out the Redheaded Tailor on Instagram and or, TikTok. And she's our webmistress. And so she's our webmistress. You know, so shout out to that. that. If you need some web stuff yeah. also, I always forget to mention that. Yeah, there it is. No, she does it all. Yeah. Hey. Caroline is ballet. Hey, oh, hey. Hi. Hey. Sports. Go. Hey. Hi. Nets. No, that's Philadelphia. Not the Nets. Oh. Some Nets. <laughs> I'm not the Net. I'm just a Net. Could be hockey Net. Could be a basketball yeah. Net. Soccer. But whatever it is, net. it is Philadelphia-based <laughs> because it's for Podadelphia, the nation's number one rated sports podcast focused on Philadelphia sports hosted by people that used to host the whip around with us. <laughs> Accurate. Anyway, they come out every Wednesday with, uh, again, a podcast that fits the description that I gave you before. I will not torture you with again. Uh, but it is, uh, it's every Wednesday. They've got new material. I don't know what the main stories are, but they do. And Phil usually shouts out something. So maybe Philly sports is in a dry spell right now. I don't really know. Uh, the Phillies are fine. Yeah. It's throw the balls. Listen to the sports. Uh, it's, it's hosted amicably <laughs> by Dave and... Juicy Gene. Yeah. They're also on YouTube's. Yes, on the, the Painted uh, Lines the podcast. Lines podcast. They yep. do some sports talk. So check them out talk, after you George? listen to us. No, no, I'm not. I'm not into <laughs> the. I love playing sports. I love okay. uh, participating. Word. I never watch sports, same. and I never talk about sports. That's funny. I feel the same way about sports yeah. video games. I just can't get behind playing oh, yeah, them. I'd yeah, rather yeah. go out and do it myself. Mm. Right. Nothing wrong with uh, no. Not that there's anything wrong, wrong with that. that. Totally no, my father played fun. sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My and father you, was a jock. 
<laughs> and you know what? <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I got you on how it scans, didn't <laughs> it? Does, it does not scan right. <laughs> God or Ward? Did you say Ward a jock? He was a jock. My father was a jock. Oh, gosh. Okay. I wasn't sure what It's my terrible Jason Alexander impression. Yes. Which you know what? Nowhere. You know what doesn't leave a terrible impression? Huh. Citizen Gabby. Oh, wow. Best segue of the show just for you, Gabby. Check her out. All of her fantastic artwork. Some inspired by our silliness on yeah, Instagram and TikTok. Fan. She is absolutely. And she's super. She is a super space fan, fan and a super fan, and she'd probably be a super fan of George in space. Oh, you break my heart. <laughs> I got I get it now. I see what you did there. Let's let the talented Let's let, person I was going to say, now. we should let George plug yeah, all of the George, things. George, we want to know what your, your well, projects are. Well, I mean, are. my gosh, geologicpodcast.com, if you want to go over there, that's kind of fun. There's a... Uh, Something like 850 hours you can go listen if you have a you long some weekend, spare time. let's say. I'm enjoying it. Um, that's happening all the time. Uh, uh, I have a, a little YouTube thing that I do. Uh, my YouTube channel is over there. You know, so what's what's cool is, is my name, H-R-A-B is my last name, George Hrab. And if you Google that, I mean, the first 64,000 things are me, which is kind of cool. Ah. So it's unique enough. So that's what say. I say. Just Google my name, There's H-R-A-B, and that's all. You, you'll find my Wow, my I can't do that. Thing or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm jealous of that. That's, yeah, there's no, there's no doing that with. So my literally, you can say Google me. And just Google me, and you're good to go. You'll find my wiki page. You find everything, and it's all good to go. So he's got a wiki page. Come I on, know. it's our first guest. Get first guest with a wiki, wiki page. page. Crazy, right? It's crazy. Unless one of them could bizarre. go on a kill spree, he'll always be the first one. That's right. <laughs> a wiki page. That's right. That's right. Um, but the really cool thing that's coming up, uh, actually, a week from Saturday, which will actually be. The big, Saturday following the, the the day this drops. So this will be the Saturday so immediate. Saturday, so if you're listening dude. to it, this coming Saturday. <laughs> All right, yeah, if you've missed a- the episode, it's it's soon. <laughs> I don't know why you're, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. But yeah. If it's, a, yeah, if it's a fresh cast and you're just listening to it, April 23rd, 2022, maybe you're listening to this after the apocalypse and yeah. you're wondering, hey, how does this device work and where is the, my can of beans? Right. And but it tastes terrible. If you're not there, um, I'm doing a sh- I'm part of a show that's going to be happening at the Ice House right here in Bethlehem. Are you gents familiar with the Ice House? I, I performed there once and I think I saw a show there once. Okay. It was like it is a, a decade ago. I've seen a magician venue. It yeah. is so it's a, it actually a 19th century I was ice say house. It's yeah. a historical venue. Yeah. used to make ice there. The used to store ice there. On the train tracks kind of, run right behind it's right mm-hmm. the train tracks, yeah. yeah. And it and it uh, it's a beautiful venue. It's all brick and wood. Um um a part of something called the No Show 2 K N O W. See? See? A pun, clever. It's about knowledge and it's a, You're already enjoying it. See? Right? Hasn't even like, started what yet. What else do you need? Uh, it's a double bill. So the first half is going to be me doing a show called Seven Songs with George Robb, where um, the band that I used to perform with, we're going to perform seven songs. And I'm going to talk about the theory that's involved in those songs, the history of the songs, cool trivia, how certain things in those songs work uh, to explain kind of what's going on. Then we perform them, which is really fun. And then the second half is the very first live edition of Boomer versus Zoomer, which is a game show. It's a multi-generational game show. Four contestants, a Zoomer, a Boomer, a Gen X and a millennial oh. all go up against each other. I'm the I'm the trivia master for that. We also have our quiz masters uh, that they kind of have to go up against. What's lovely is the contestants are our Zoomer contestant is Madeline Dundon, who's a who's an actress. She's in the movie uh, Getting Grace, which is a local production. Oh here. yeah, yeah, Be- very smart, very talented actress. Our millennial, which kind of disappoints me on some level, is is uh, the oh mayor. My. Well, that's what the, they do. Isn't the mayor it? of Bethlehem. Uh-huh. Ah, like oh, this guy. See, if a, it disappoints you, I'll replace him. Okay. <laughs> well, it's just disappointing that this guy. Leave it to the electorate, Phil. He's got it going on. He's he's a millennial, and he's the mayor 
of Bethlehem. Yeah, Jake, that makes us Jake all. Willard. That's what I mean. You know, lazy and it also makes me feel a little older knowing our generation is starting to take over. It's like, oh, exactly. I got there. Exactly. Welly Reynolds, he's going to be our millennial. Our uh, Gen Xer is uh, Josh Burke, who uh, runs the Bethlehem Area Public Library. He's in charge oh, of that. Nice. Good he, luck defeating that. He used yeah, to, really. Yeah, seriously. He used to also be the host of Scholastic Scrimmage, the uh, the, the show. Oh, that's okay. oh yeah. For, uh, he used to be the host of that. And then our boomer is uh, Kristen, uh, Christine Dempsey, who uh, runs WLVR Radio. And as a boomer, she's is responsible the, for everything that went wrong, much, according to the other people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's fun about the game is they go against each other until the fifth round, and in the fifth round, they have to work together to try to beat the quiz masters. So it's sounds trivia. Fantastic. It's, it sounds like a lot it's of fun. It's really, really fun. It's, it's, it's fast-paced, silly game word games all kinds of stuff and we're doing it live we've been doing it virtually for the last uh, two years or so this is our first live in-person show and we're super super excited is it, is it being recorded for later release or is it hey come out and see this live come out and it's see it come out and lightning see it in a bottle it's lightning in a bottle the that's whole, great that's gonna be lightning in the bottle yeah. i i am unable to attend i really no am worries, upset man. that i can't well i'm saying to you out there Get it? This looks like so much fun. I'm going to I'm going to attempt to drag my wife and her girlfriends to it, which I think is a lot of fun. And then the YouTube thing, as George had mentioned, the, the previous shows, those live the seven songs that you do as seven a songs live. live and there's on. a couple of uh, uh, boomer zoomers on on YouTube and as well. Was, okay, but, yeah, but my seven songs when the, this when the is pandemic one started. Time. Yeah, this live, you know, in front of actual people is. Um, we're very excited. We're very excited. So it's gonna I be cool. I think it's gonna do well too. Like I, I would. Uh, number one, I would get tickets right, like right, you know, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no show two dot uh, eventbrite dot com tickets. You can get tickets to the door though as well. Um, what's super cool? One of our quizmasters is actually a guy named uh, Brian Wecht. Brian Wecht is in the band. Uh, Ninja Sex Party. If you've ever heard of them, <laughs> I have. I don't know any of their music, but I I've definitely heard that. Yeah, band. I was going to say they are brilliantly we'll fun. They've been on Conan O'Brien. They. Uh, br- what I love about Brian is he was a, he is and was a theoretical physicist. Oh, who in his spare time started a little sort of comedy band, the duo that just exploded and ended up leaving his tenured. Theoretical physicist position in Boston. He moved to the West Coast, and they now are doing rock and roll full time. Feels like why can't Sean play a fucking instrument? <laughs> <laughs> He's the coolest cat. It's it's really great. And the other two quizmasters are from the Skeptics Guide to the Universe, which is like the one that of has clout with me too. One of the top podcasts, science podcasts of all time. They've got 140 million. Uh, downloads or whatever it's going on. Uh, the sweetest of guys, Jay Novella and Steve Novella. Steve Novella, one of the most intelligent people I know, and Jay is just the sweetest, hardest working, coolest cat. So they're the quiz masters. They're the ones who kind of everyone goes up against by the end of the show. And they, Again, they not e- now I talk about good luck with that. Seriously. Yeah, really? Seriously. The, the people who are professional skeptics totally. tend to know answers to things. Yes, yes. But it's, it's a really a fun, fast-paced game. And yeah, 7 o'clock on that Saturday. Come on out. It's going to be great. I was going to say. I'm there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here and I'm like, yep, I'm boring. <laughs> it's like, nah, I got I mean, nothing. Only to... compared to George, that's all. But I think no. we all are. If we've learned well, exactly. nothing. So I don't know uh, why you're but, listening to us still. But, but you're <laughs> also in Spam a lot. And I was going to say, I say nothing yes. to say nothing of Spam a lot, which First we know is coming up. Three weekends of May basically mm-hmm. is all Spam a lot, which come out for that too, because it's, a, it's boy, I, I was unaware of, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. But yeah, I, I wasn't quite aware of how much work it was going to be, kind of in the best way. And, like, the mm-hmm. the things that are sort of some, often in your life you look back on and go, boy, I'm glad I did that. But that was incredibly difficult. I think it will be that, yeah. I think it's going to be that. So. And it's the talent level. For me, it's just like I knew there very, would be talent. Right. But it's yeah. – there. sometimes people start singing up there and I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's very impressive. So you're going to enjoy it out there. 
Are there any other? You can find me in the audience on a Sunday, by the way. You'll find me on a Sunday. Yeah, and I, you, I, need uh, to get the, I need to get the tickets. Call yourself a citizen. Get yourself a prize. Yeah. So if you see Phil, go for it. If you see me, may, I don't know. It depends on how the He's going to be kind of busy. Day, right? Don't do it like. Yell on stage. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll probably be dehydrated. So I'll be using the shirt to mop my. I start sweating the moment they say, let's start. Anyhow, we want to say thank you again, George. Yes. Is there any any no. other project you want to mention before oh, no, we good. wrap great. it up? That's all good. This thank has you. been fantastic. Yeah. And look you, for all of those links to all of that stuff in yeah. the show notes. So, you know, I always put them there and look on our socials as well. I got to say, Google George. <laughs> H-R-A-B. Google George. H-R-A-B. Literally. It's Google only four George. letters, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for promoting sort of uh, critical thinking and science in the fun, oh, cool sure. way. Of for course. Sure. Uh, with, you know, cursing and speed. So it's all, it's all <laughs> Shit, good. Yeah. And, and I appreciate it personally. And I know many of the people that I work with appreciate that there are things like you out here oh thank you and so yay huzzah right back at you <laughs> we do what we can emotions fuck that <laughs> i'm happy thank you for that Bill, do you have anything you want to add no george is wonderful and his sentiments are great and i was raised to be very that. expressive that's right so shut up hi daya the point is this <laughs> i think i speak for phil and i'm eager to when i say <laughs> that we are deeply appreciative george we hope you come back soon i will and uh, come see Spam a lot. Check this thing out first, though. The No Show, too. Yeah. And uh, we give you all your information. The link will be in the show notes. We'll put it on the socials. So if you're feeling like, ah, it's too much work, we'll make it a click-based thing for you. And uh, also, we love you. That we do. And as a corollary, goodbye. <laughs> I can't stress this enough. <laughs> goodbye. Because there's beautiful voice people that are insipid and vapid. So you it's just it's just what you oh, say. Oh ladies. <laughs> <laughs>